Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I'm excited to have a special guest today. Her name is Brittany Howell. Brittany works for me behind the scenes. So if you have been in the email or something like that, she is probably the one you've been talking to. But today I'm going to bring her out of the shadows and into the spotlight. She is going to be sharing tips, uh, five tips for parents of multiples today because she has twins herself. Brittany, welcome to the podcast today. Thanks, Jesslyn. We've done a lot behind the scenes, but honored to be on the podcast, actually. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. Um, why don't you, like, I know you, but I just want you to give a little back a little bit of background about yourself. Tell us about you, your family, whatever you want us to know. <laughs> hey, well, I'm Brittany. Um, I've known Jesslyn for over a decade now, um, which is crazy. We've been working together for the past few years. I just help her run everything sleep fairy related and it's so much fun. Um, I also have four kids. My oldest is a girl. She's nine. My son will turn seven in a few weeks. And then my twins just turned three. They're identical twin boys. So they were born just before COVID and they're, yeah, I can't believe they're three now. It's, that's you know, actually it's like crazy. the days are long, but the years are short. So totally. Yeah. And we just, we live in Utah. We love to do all things outdoors and everything. So we're excited to come out of hibernation after this long winter. Literally it's been snowing. Like I was in Utah last weekend and it's May mm-hmm. and it was snowing. <laughs> Like the whole time I, I was there, I'm like, what is happening here? It's so crazy. Oh, I'm excited for you guys to have some warmth. Okay. Well, let's just, let's just dive in. Why don't you share, let's just start with number one. Cause I know you have five. Why don't you share your first tip for parents? Okay, well, my first tip for parents of multiples would be accept all the help, um, before and after the babies are born. Um, so I feel like with my first two, you know, having one baby at a time, which is what normal people do. Um, even when I was pregnant, I tried to be really capable, like the whole pregnancy, like this isn't slowing me down at all. Um, you know, when people were like clearing the table, for example, like, Oh, taking plates and stuff like that. I'm like, no, I've got this. Like, I don't need you to take mine, things like that. Um, but when I was pregnant with the twins, by the time I was, I think 26, maybe 27 weeks, I was already full term, like measuring full term for, a single baby. And I still had, I mean, I didn't know how much longer I had, but I had like 10 weeks, I guess at that point, 10 or 11 weeks. And so I remember like Thanksgiving in particular, <laughs> I was just like, you take my stuff. <laughs> like, I cannot <laughs> like just getting up. I mean, you saw me when I was like this, it was like whale status. Just, I just felt so big all the time. And it was, I was so uncomfortable. Like I gained 50% of my body weight. And so I just, it was just so painful even to just sit, you know, if you sat too long, you're uncomfortable. If you stood too long, you're uncomfortable. The only place I felt comfortable was like walking around in the water. And so, um, just sit and take it easy is what I would say when you're pregnant. And then after, um, my experience is a little bit different just because we had so much help promised to us. Um, you know, people excited that we're going to have twins and ready to help. And then they were born two weeks before COVID. And so we didn't have all the like in-person help that we would have wanted. Um, but people got really creative about helping us in other ways. And I really, really appreciated that. So, um, 
like they would drop off dinner on our front porch, you know, and just like wave from the sidewalk or whatever, which was awesome because it's funny when you're just in that whole survival mindset of just like feed them, they sleep, you, you know, you're just like their schedule is your life. Um, and so I, you just forget to eat yourself or like, Oh, I guess I need to eat dinner too, or anything like that. And so people would drop off dinner on the front porch or they'd like ask me what I needed from Costco and they'd drop it off on the sidewalk or they'd, um, my husband's siblings actually went in on a grocery delivery, just like a year of Walmart plus or whatever it's called. And I was like, Oh my gosh, delivering groceries. Like that's so genius spoiled or whatever, but it was like the best thing because how could I ever, since I had my two older kids at home, how could I get four kids there and like time it right for the babies? I couldn't put both car seats in the cart and have kids walking around. And people were like so nervous about going to grocery stores because it was COVID anyway. So it was just like the fact that I could be like, oh, and I forgot that, you know, and just add it to my list throughout the day or week or whatever. And then a driver would just drop them all off. Like that was all I could do to like stay on top of the fact That's that my family needed so food. Genius. So that was awesome. And if they wouldn't have done that for us, I hopefully it would have crossed my mind to do that for myself. But yeah, it was just, and as they got a little bit older and things calmed down a little bit, um, like I still, I still need help when I go places or I just, things look different for me. Like I took my kids to the pool this morning and I just have to accept that we're just slow. Like we're just slow getting around because I have this trail of a lot of people following me, like these little ducklings. And then (laughs) they need their whole swimsuit put on and then they're, they need their whole swimsuit put on. And then I have to do floaties when I by myself, because, you know, like there's one of you and (laughs) they're going to die (laughs) if one of them doesn't anyway. So I digress a little bit, but that would be my first tip is just, accept all the help. Um, I'm still accepting help. I feel like, and even if it's just for like a date or to get out or to just have a break or a change, then that would be my first tip. That's perfect. No, that's super helpful. And I think, I think, I don't know why it's so hard for people to accept help, especially as moms. I think that like society kind of makes us feel like sometimes that we should be able to do it all. And that's just not even realistic, especially when you have two babies. So that is a really good tip to start out with, accept all the help. Okay. What's tip number two? So tip number two would be, it goes along with sleep training, which should be like an overarching tip for every mom, dad of multiples ever, but keep them on the same schedule. My second tip would be to keep them on the same schedule. Um, because if you don't, you could literally be feeding around the clock. Um, if they're staggered, you know what I mean? And it seems really cruel in the middle of the night, especially if like one baby is sleeping and the other one is crying and needs to eat. And so you wake up this beautiful sleeping baby, but you have to, (laughs) you just have to for your own sanity. And if you will ever get some sleep yourself, especially in those early weeks, then you just have to keep them on the same schedule. It's for your sanity. It's for your mental health. Like, and then you just learn to do everything times two, like at the same time Mm -hmm. you're making two models or you're feeding two babies or obviously you can't like change two diapers at the same time, but you're just going to do everything in these rotations. And you kind of get this, um, you kind of get this system down, like kind of this routine of um, just doing it all twice (laughs) or three times. I mean, I know three seems like way more than two, you know, but two is a lot more than one. So any, any parent of multiples is, is just amazing. A superhero. Yeah. 
No. Okay. That's, that's super helpful. I, I love that. Cause I do get that question a lot. I do get the question of like, well, should I wake the other twin up if they're sleeping? And I'm like, yes, because by the time you're done feeding one baby, you could mm-hmm. get them to sleep. And then the next one wakes up. And then by the no, time it's a you, whole you're done process. with that one, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just, exactly. it just never stops. So yeah. It's kind I, of like, pretend like you have one, but mm-hmm. you just happen to have two, but you're, you want to be doing all the same things at the same times. Yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it. I may or may not mention that in my twins ebook. <laughs> that I have to read it to yes. find out. <laughs> okay. Tip number three, what do you have for us? Okay. So I would say tip number three is find a twin mom or like twin parents that can be a mentor for you. Whose twins are maybe like six months to a year older than yours. Um, this helped me so much and I didn't go seeking this out per se, but I have several friends who have twins that are, that were honestly about a year older than mine. And one came over to give me, um, just some of her gear, her double (laughs) gear, you know, just like these bouncers that both of them could sit in because they had kind of aged out. And so I remember her coming over to my house when I was pregnant and just looking at her two babies and being like, Oh my gosh, this is going to be me. But she, and she was like, you know what? It's so much fun. And it's so hard. She was just very realistic. Um, because I feel like sometimes I've run into twin parents who have twins first and are just like, isn't it just the best? It's just, I'm just eating this up. And I'm like, it is, but it's also really hard when you have other people that you would like to give time and attention to and that need that time and attention. And so she was very realistic. I remember calling her one time, um, the twins were probably four months old. I feel like they were going through the four month regression, which is why this stands out in my mind because they were just like screaming for their whole nap. What was supposed to be their nap anyway. And I just remember calling her and I just said, Aubrey, this is so hard. Like, is it going to get better? And she, (laughs) she kind of surprised me. She said, you know what? The heart just changes it's because she said, mine are like wreaking havoc in the background right now as I'm talking to you, but I understand. I totally get what you're feeling. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to feel like you're complaining as a twin mom. Like you're so grateful for what you have, but it's also like, I just look around sometimes and I'm like, this is chaos. This is insane. Like what's happening right now? How can you just team up to make such a disaster or something? And anyway, so basically for support, for tips, for like, oh, hey, when you got to this stage, what would you, just someone to bounce ideas off of that has been through literally the exact same thing. Um, That was really helpful for me. And we've actually had the opportunity to do that for other people too, which has been really awesome because I'm like, hey, I'm on this end. They're 18 months old and you're pregnant now. Like you've got this and I would recommend this and this, and you know, I'm all about like, if I were you and had been in that situation, I would love to impart my knowledge and I would love other people to impart that knowledge to me. So totally. I just loved, loved having those people in my life. That's such a good idea. I love that tip. I have a question. Do you feel like, I mean, did you know these twin moms beforehand or do you feel like when you announce, like, Hey, by the way, we're having twins. Do you feel like people reach out to you? Like, Oh my gosh, these people have twins and these have twins. Like, do you feel like your community of twin moms grew when people knew that you were having twins or did you know them beforehand? Um, I knew, I knew this one friend that I was talking about. She'd been my roommate in college and we like grew up together since junior high. Um, there were others that reached out and kind of only told the horror stories. Mm. And like, I would stop following them on Instagram and that kind of thing because they were only posting the crazy. And I was like, 
you know, I want to have control good over things too. to a certain extent, but yeah, like, can you post the good moments? Like it was just terrifying. That's yeah. all that it was though. And so I was like, I don't really think I need this right now. And so yeah. it was kind of like pick and choose who you want to get your information from, because there are like, there are Facebook groups. There are all these things that can just be an absolute, like, just, <laughs> I can't even, I'm trying to think of a good word for like a nightmare, how big it can be. And just like in your face all the time, you yeah. should do this about everything. Just so many opinions. And I was like, there's absolutely no way. Like I'm not, <laughs> not joining those groups. I'm not whatever. Like I am handpicking the people that I trust that I want to ask questions to because I'm not going to sift through all that. Yeah. Okay. That's super. I feel like that goes right along with your tip though. Like when you're finding a mentor or finding somebody who has been in your shoes, be very picky about who you find. For oh that. yeah. And I wasn't like, Hey, you're my mentor. Like right, right. <laughs> you've, you've gotten this job. You're hired. I just, yeah, exactly. Like she maybe didn't know, but like I, you know, I continued following her on social media or things like that. Cause I was like, right. I am excited for these magical moments that you're having. I yeah. know there's crazy too, but that's just parenthood. It's not yeah. even just twins, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, I just wanted the positivity mixed with everything else that it was going yeah. to be. So well, I feel like you do a good job at sharing the good stuff too, by the way. Oh, you're so sweet. Brittany and I are, <laughs> Brittany and I are knee deep in motherhood and we talk every single day, a million times a day because, you know, work and stuff, but also we are good friends and you're really good about sharing the good stuff too. So I just want to say that. Um, oh, I hope so. <laughs> Some days are. are better than others. <laughs> no, you really are. Okay. Are we on, was that number three? Or are we on number We're four? We're on four. Yes. Okay. Four. Number four. Okay. So tip number four is take turns. So hear me out on this one. It's a little bit multifaceted, but as a mom, when you have more than one child at all, this one needs something. This one needs something. You're always taking turns, right? And so there's something about having twins though, that kind of pulls a little tighter on the heartstrings when one is screaming, they both need you and you just can't do everything at the same time. So I do have to credit this to my other twin mom friend. Her name's Haley and she's, she's amazing. She helped me kind of articulate this one a little bit better. So um, really what I said about taking turns, we just all have to take turns having our needs met. So obviously the children don't totally understand that they need to take turns, <laughs> but as a mom, you just need to kind of have it in your mind, especially as a mom of twins, that it's going to be a one at a time thing and that's okay. Um, so let's see. Yeah, this is just the nature of parenthood and having more than one kid, but there's just you just need to learn very quickly that you are one person and you can't do everything hundred percent of the time perfectly. And so just give yourself some grace, <laughs> take turns with each child. And also that includes you as a mom. So taking turns with the children, they could suck up all of your time and energy indefinitely forever if you let them, but you'll never be able to pour from an empty cup. And so taking turns for yourself as a mom, is also very important. So kids get all the turns. You as a mom also need a turn to take a break, to step away, whether it's five minutes, five hours, <laughs> just as much time as you can take to give yourself some me time. Um, and sometimes that really is the best thing that you can do is to give yourself a turn to step away so that you can be that better mom for your kids. So that's what I would say about taking turns. Oh, and one other aspect of that is taking turns with your spouse 
or whoever is helping you with the kids, partner, boyfriend, whatever. Um, if you have someone that can help you take turns with them too, with the twins, because, um, it's, two babies is a lot. It just, I mean, two baby, three babies, like it's even just one baby is a lot. So one <laughs> baby, no, one baby can be so much. That's literally totally. what I was going to say next. And so if you take turns eating or changing diapers or getting up in the night, you know, just to know that the weight of the world is not on your shoulders alone and that you can share it with somebody is just, I don't know. It's just really empowering <laughs> and totally necessary when you're dealing with newborns and babies really and toddlers. It's all inclusive. So taking turns applies to all those situations. That is such a good idea. I love, I love that tip. Can you share like, what's like one thing that you like to do when it's, when, how do I want to say this? What's one thing you when like to do turn. when it's your turn? Yes. When it's your turn, <laughs> when it's your turn, oh, you're like, totally. okay, it's mom's turn. I need to step away. Like what is one thing that you have found that's doable and that like recharges you? I, I mean, I would say there are different, I would give a different answer for the different age that my kids are at. Like when my twins were newborns, it was like going on a walk by myself for 10 or 15 minutes was a big deal. That was a way for me to take a turn, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, even if they were just in the stroller asleep, it was a way for me to get out of my house, get out of my head and just, you know, not me because I have the two older kids. And so it was a way for me to not be needed every single second. And I think really that's the point. If you can just not be needed for however long of an amount of time it is, that's going to do a lot for your mental health. Um, as they got older and their schedule was more predictable and they were sleeping great and everything, um, I do like to just get in a workout in the morning um, before everybody wakes up. And sometimes the older kids are awake and, you know, they can be polite and wait for me to finish that. Um, but just before I am kind of on the clock, so to speak, I like to just get in some me time, get in a good sweat, um, whether it's long or short. It just gets my endorphins going, makes me feel like I did something, you know, no matter what today entails, how many diapers I change or how many fits people scream or whatever I've done something for me. So I just kind of have that as a baseline to go throughout the rest of my day. So that would be my choice. That's no, that's so good. I never in a million years thought that I would be the person to wake up before my kids. Like I boycotted it for so long. And just this last year, you've seen me waking up at 6am mm -hmm. to go to the gym by myself. And it's like changed my life. So I think just it like you like said, you yeah, like you said, like prioritizing you. And I think that it's important to figure out what, what fills you up. Like if you don't want to wake up and work out, like I didn't for 10 years, nine years of my <laughs> motherhood, that's fine. But find something that does so that you can right. take a turn. And for some moms, that's literally, you know, you hear about the wander through target moms or the, yep. you know, just go to Costco by myself kind of mom. like, it doesn't matter. And it doesn't have to be the same every time you can mm -hmm. change it as long as it's just something that, because I, I know that for me, sometimes it's really empowering to not have to drag around everybody when I'm running all my errands, or I love to watch my kids at some of their activities at um, karate or swim lessons or whatever, just to watch them without having to deal with the chaos of the littles, you know? Yeah. And so anyway, different things can fill your cup at different times. It doesn't have to be the same, but as long as you realize that you are worth having a turn also, that's just so important. Okay. That was so good. Okay. And your fifth and final tip, what is it? Okay. Um, this is one that my husband and I talk about a lot. Um, 
it's don't wait for it to get easier before you just enjoy the moment. Um, and I kind of talked about this earlier, but they grow little by little and having multiples is just hard. It's just how it is, but the hard changes. And so I remember some people were like, well, if you can just make it to one, like when they're one year old and guess what? It was not easier when they were one year old. I like waited for the transformation. I was like, nothing happened. (laughs) It's still really hard. And then I know some other people had said, well, 18 months or two years or whatever. And so I was like, I wasn't, you know, just like wasting all the time in between, but in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, they said just until two. And then it was like, they're wrong. They're still wrong. It's still hard. (laughs) Like it's just not getting easier because the hard changes. And so just finding a way to enjoy in the moment, exactly what's going on. Even if it's a little bit crazy, you're going to be a lot more grateful than wishing away your happiness or like delaying your happiness until they're five years old and in school and whatever, you know, because I remember, I mean, I have like these flashbulb moments of that late night feeding again, right. Two newborns screaming, absolutely like, like death curdling. <laughs> like you just have to push them those 15 more minutes or whatever. And that was really hard. And you're like trying to make bottles and trying to situate yourself. And if you're like tandem breastfeeding or just whatever is going on, that's hard. But then before you know it, they're like holding their own bottles, but then they can walk around and get into everything. And so you're like, oh my gosh, you're mobile, but you can feed yourself. So that's a different kind of hard, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking about it today, like now they're potty trained, but now they're kind of like, their brains are developing enough to where they have figured out that they can work together and kind of like go into destroy mode every once in a while. And I'm like, where's this mischievousness? Where is this side (laughs) of you coming from? Like why? Oh my gosh. I walked out yesterday and they don't do this very often, but I walked out yesterday and my daughter said, "Uh, mom, there's almond milk all over the floor. And I was like, oh gosh. I was like, Lydia, how much? <laughs> she was like, uh, you should just come see. <laughs> and so, and so I walked out and sure enough, huge puddle. Like they had opened the fridge, untwist, gotten it out. They never do this, never. And so it's like these unprecedented things of them pouring it over the floor. Their little footprints are everywhere. Oh and my there's gosh. a puddle here. <laughs> and then... I mean, maybe I shouldn't even be sharing this because this is what I said. Like, you don't just want people to share the crazy things, but then they had decided that maybe going to the bathroom by themselves wasn't a good idea, but maybe they should just go in their room. And so they had peed on the carpet and I was like, (laughs) what do I even clean up first? Like, and they're, and they're both doing it. They're both looking at me like, hi mom. And I just was like, I, anyway, so oh my gosh. again, they can walk, they can communicate better. They are, well, they are potty trained. That has never happened before, <laughs> but like the heart just changes. And so I was a little frustrated, but I was also like, they just, can you tell me sorry? And then the sweetest moments of like, mom, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. You know, like, okay, let's learn in this moment. And like your big brown eyes with the longest eyelashes ever are just fluttering at me. Like, okay, I still love you. I never stopped loving you, but just anyway. So even moment to moment, I would just say, 
enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the hard because it can be a total roller coaster. And two seconds later, you could just have your heart melted and just anyway, it's just parenthood, you know. Totally. Brittany, that those were such helpful tips. I feel like especially parents who like first time parents, parents of multiples, this is a whole new experience for them. And so I feel like these five tips are gonna be so helpful, so applicable, and just make their lives easier. And I feel like this information is stuff that you wish you would have had at the beginning too. And so I appreciate <laughs> you being here. I appreciate you sharing these tips. You're amazing. Thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it. Well, I guess if I gave a last tip, I would just say talk to Jesslyn about something <laughs> because you saved me also. I could not have done it without you. Oh, well, you're sweet. Glad, glad to play a tiny, tiny role in your journey. So, all right, Brittany, you <laughs> are the best. best. Thank you for being here. And I will see you all next week. Thank you for being here. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.